You're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Hello, it's Mick Foley. You're listening to the Top Rope Review. Bang, bang! Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest-running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network, and we are broadcasting live from the new Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm Mike Bukalski's mom's favorite podcast host, Josh Schramm. Whoa, you changed that. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I took your stick from you. And I am joined in studio, as always, by the number one Pokemon trainer in Ann Arbor, <laughs> Wookie Will. Find me on Pokemon we're, Go. We're Wookie breaking Will. into that right away. <laughs> oh and I'm Mike Pakulski. Wait, 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 wait. I thought your name was Steve. Oh, yeah, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Josh's girlfriend's favorite podcast host. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired in studio. Kick you off the show. <laughs> and last try. but not least, our Twitter valet. Tab. Hey, Tab, can you confirm or deny that Mike's your favorite podcast host? Um, I'm going to have to you know for deny that. <laughs> She's and just so saying that. What was that wink for? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mike, what are we drinking today? Uh, Steve. Steve. <laughs> We're drinking uh, what is it? Suburban Home from Falling Down Beer Company. Oh, I'm sitting on Will's. Oh my God, you're all together. Okay. <laughs> Hold We're on, good. you're still stuck. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Falling Down Beer Company um, in Warren. If you, go, oh my God, Will, you're a mess. Uh, <laughs> it's you. you. This is terrible. <laughs> it's your. Sorry, guys. We're in the new studio this week, and it's. It's smaller than we're used to, so we don't have as much. We're smaller, room. or it's smaller, and there's bigger guys in here. So. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, Fallen Down Beer Company and Warren, uh, go there and mention Podcast Detroit, and you get one dollar off of your first beer. And our other sponsor, um, and we'll we'll get a little bit more into this last night because we saw some other Scarlet and Graves sponsored people last night. But uh, Scarlet and Graves uh, Clothing Company inspires people to be the best they can be, to be limitless and creative. And awesome. And uh, Scarlet Graves wants you guys, our listeners, to be limitless as well. So go on over to Scarlet Graves and use our promo code TOPROPE10 to receive 10% off of your order. And if you order $35 or more, you also get free shipping. So go on over there, scarletandgraves.com, um, and you can get some sweet gear like we have. So, yeah, cool. That's that. Do it. Do, Do it, it now. Uh, so, and then one last announcement. We have uh, XICW Proving Ground J- Sunday, July 24th at the Ritz and Warren. Um, be there. It'd be awesome. I think uh, it's the finals of the Wrestling with a Vet competition. Um, and we got a match announced for it last night. We did. We can get into that in a Well, minute. yeah, so we'll jump into that. So, um, if you want to chat with us, Actually, I don't know if I can. Yeah, I can. Okay. So if you want to chat with us about anything wrestling uh, today, you can contact us on our studio line in this studio, 248-579-5260, or tweet us at Top Rope Review. So we said that uh, it's a little crammed in the studio, and that is because we have our combat sports brothers from another mother in the studio with us as well, the undercard, uh, Jimmy and Brad. What's What's up, up, guys? How you doing? 
Were you a little worried I wasn't going to introduce you guys? No, <laughs> no, not at all. You do, you do your thing. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to decide like who everybody is because I used to know him as Mike, but now he's Steve, yeah. so Switching I'm not sure. He and he answers to several names. So you know, all right. I think I call I called him Jimmy. On you we, called me Jimmy and Steve. Well, we were night. we were talking about Jimmy, and then not me, Jimmy. No, different no, Jimmy, Jimmy McKnight, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and I called you Jimmy. So you were Jimmy, Steve, and Mike last night. So mm-hmm. man of many talents, I guess. Also answer to Dave. You do? I didn't know that. It's my middle name. Oh, that's weird. Okay. It's <laughs> not that weird. <laughs> wow, he has a common middle name. How dare he? Is it Dave or David? It's David. Is it Davester? It's Davester. Okay. We'll call you Dave from the rest for the rest of the show. I might not answer. Um, so real quick, um, before we dive into some awesome UFC two hundred action with the undercard. Oh, and I, you know, I'm sorry. The undercard is on Tuesdays from seven to nine here on Podcast Detroit. It's an awesome show. We always have a great time, and we do stuff with them. So that's why they're here. We, you know, they're awesome. Aww, so, yeah. <laughs> Aww. Keep I guess, speaking of awesome, your guys' uh, intro music or whatever—that's awesome. I haven't, I hadn't heard it before, but that—that that is awesome. Oh, so you don't listen to our show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do, but usually I'm like, I'm like. Uh, forwarding back and forth and all that kind of stuff like that. So good, a lot good, of times I miss good, it. Good save. Good save. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll send you the MP3 file so you can just listen to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. Just, just the raw cut there. All right. So uh, real quickly, uh, we're going to go through the card here of XIC 211, Best in Detroit. Good 16. show. Yeah, it was stacked. It was there was a lot of big names from XICW and from – just kind of all over the indies here. We had some BCW guys. We had Joey Ryan, who's on uh, Lucha, Underground. Lucha Underground, and um, does he do PWG and some? He does like everything. Yeah, he's, he's all over he's the in, place. He was here last night. Now he's doing something in California tonight. So he's yep. And everywhere. he did flip someone with his dick last night. Yes, he so did. So that's uh, that's the thing. Um, so uh, we had Jake Something versus Orlando Christopher, uh, number one contenders match for the Extreme Intense Championship. It was a pretty hard-fought match, and we saw uh, Jake something turn it heel was, last night. A little bit. I feel like they tried to not make it Can as— Can close those blinds? There's like a homeless man looking at <laughs> us in the window there. I, uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought they didn't go as hardcore as they usually do for those matches. Well, I think the fans wanted it, and Jake didn't want to give them any— No, Jake was like, nope, not doing it. It was good. So, so Tab, who won that match? Um, Tab Jake, is the official Jake, note Jake card something won that one. Yeah, so he will be taking on. Oh boy, I don't know who the champion is right now. Do you know who the champion? for which belt? The the extreme intense championship. Who's no, because I thought it was Jake something last night. No, it, it, it's is it Gallon? Zach Gowan? Okay, oh, it is Gowan. Yeah, that makes he sense. Wasn't there last night. Wasn't yeah. There. yeah, he's a, he's too busy being an American Ninja Warrior right now. All right, um, so we had the. Stop switching him. So I can- <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, we had jo- the main event. We're just going to skip right to the main event. Was Joey Ryan versus Sweet Willie Watts, the King of Dong Style versus the King of Thong Style, and uh, it was very impressive, uh, gimmicky match. Uh, a lot of uh, homoerotic things. Um, I love the match, and I and it was kind of funny watching the crowd. No, kind of, I, I don't think the crowd got the some, crowd didn't some of the understand crowd didn't the humor, it. and it was it was great. It was they were. I think some people were happy when the sh- the match was over, but I think so. I thought but it was pretty entertaining. The people who got it definitely got it. And yeah, it and great. and uh, Willie Watts was able to retain his light heavyweight title, so that was and good for him. I'm Maybe surprised here. Joey Ryan to get in Willie Watts's head. More because Willie really wanted to grab Joey Ryan's dong and kept well, having they, to suck they, himself out. They play the same game, so it's a, yeah. No, they, we yeah. saw we saw a, a proposal with a ring pop during that match. Yeah, Joey Ryan got proposed to and uh, politely declined. I would say. Yep. Uh, we also had the Man Beast Rhino versus Gavin Quinn, which was a pretty good match. Um, and I, Rhino lost. Yeah, Rhino yeah. lost, which was surprising. An upset, to say the least. But Gavin Quinn is really proving himself in XICW. Oh, yes. So, um, so we were talking about Scarlet and Graves earlier, but uh, one of the – well, I think my favorite match of the night was the Monroes defending the tag titles against Ohio's for Killers members uh, Aaron Williams and Kyle Maverick. Well, you turned to me during this match, and you were like, this is match of the night right here. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen Aaron Williams uh, – which you told me we have alive. seen 
Uh, we have seen Kyle Maverick, yeah. the man without fear. And I, I didn't know, I didn't realize that. But uh, Aaron Williams, I loved his style. Uh, love the way he sold. Yeah, with uh, the, was, the stiff leg. Yeah, <laughs> he was just. It was great. Um, it's a great match, and but I don't think DBA and Malcolm were having such a great night that night. They uh, well, that Paul, Paul Bowser guy yeah. came out and attacked them with a gutter, which was weird. Twice this gimmick infringement, I think. Uh, uh, Caleb Stills might want to talk to him about it. What do you think? Um, you'd have to talk to Caleb Stills about that. Did you say who won that one? I don't think you. Did. Oh no! Well, uh, the Monroe's ran of it. Of course, so. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so the Monroes came out on top. Um, I don't think they're you know losing the ti- uh, uh, losing the title to some some people from Ohio, but uh, we well, were they're uh, the baddest people in Detroit. <laughs> it was very impressed. I was impressed with the amount of heat that the Ohio guys had. The only people clapping for them in the entire crowd were the three of us and everyone. <laughs> well, we we have to. Yeah, we're uh, contractually obligated. It says in the contract. Yeah, must print. applaud for anyone in Ohio's for killers. So speaking of Caleb Stills, um, he took on Cody Diener for the BCW heavyweight title, and uh, there was a lot of uh, turnabout with their hats, which was kind of interesting. Um, they both wore hats to the ring, and they took turns stealing each other's hats and like spitting doing moves it. to their hats and spitting on them and stuff. Uh, but Cody Diener, uh, was Cody Diener, surprised. I never saw him, and he surprised me. Uh, he came out to the ring. I was like, "What is this guy?" And then he. Start, that match started, and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm on board. He's- Will, or, do you have anything to say about this match? Are you looking for Pokemon right now? Or No, I don't have anything to say. I'm not looking for Pokemon at this moment. Trying okay. to update a Facebook status so that people know to tune into the show. Okay, just checking. <laughs> but no, this, <laughs> this Cody Diener. It's a running gag that I'd make fun of Will for looking at his phone during the show. This I wasn't Cody there Diener last night at the uh, work, so he's calling me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. I liked him. I hope uh, we can go to some BCW shows and Hey, it's see right him. across the river. I mean... Tell me when they are, and cool. let's head up there. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of XI guys that go over there too. Joe Coleman goes over there. Hakeem Zane Hakeem goes over was there. telling us last Jake's night he was over yeah. there. Well, he was talking about Super Kicked, which is in Toronto. Yes, he was. Uh, but he, he mentioned GCW a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of Hakeem Zane, he defended his Midwest Midwest Heavyweight Title against uh, TNA star Robbie E. Good match. Was afraid it wasn't going to start at first, but they managed to actually fight and uh i enjoyed it very much i, well, came I, out I haven't seen a bad hakeem zane match in the time never been ever since we started so well, we got our little I, hakeem zane first, action figures here that Check first xicw uh <laughs> show we went to we i think we all popped for hakeem we were oh, like yeah. this is the guy Whoa. i was like no why is no one cheering for this guy he's amazing no and now i think people are starting to turn around uh, we've been on board the hakeem train since we started Yep. Take it to the bank. And then the last match we're going to talk about was the uh, Joe Coleman against Idris Abraham, the two halves, two former halves of Hello Beefcake. Um, and Joe Coleman was able to pull out a victory, and the, the stipulation of that match was that he was going to get uh, five minutes long with Mark Joka. Keyword there was going to get. Yeah. Mark Joka kind of bitched out a little bit. and uh, Sorry, Abraham came in and attacked Joe from behind. And then we had Mark Joka set Joe Coleman on fire. Yeah, he hit him with the with the flash paper right in the face. Burned uh, Joe Coleman's beautiful face right up. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, what do you say, his movie star good looks? His movie, movie star good looks. His movie star good looks. But now, I'm not worried, Joe Coleman no, is... But on his birthday, back. August 6th, Joe Coleman is going to get Mark Joka in yep, a match. at Attack... It, uh, attack, attack at the Yak. Attack at the Yak, number one, um, Wyandotte, Michigan. Is it the first one? Yeah, because they're going to do. Cool. Yeah, they're going to do more, and it's it's also part of the Michigan uh, Comic Book Expo. It's all tied awesome. in together. And um, Sabu is actually going to be there. Sabu and what's the guy that you're Matt really Cross, excited? who is Sabu. Son of Havoc on Lucha Underground, yeah, and yeah. I'm a big so big that's mark a great event. Um, we're going to be there. My dad's even coming because my dad used to go to the yak with his dad like when he was a kid and see Bobo Brazil and the Sheik. Bobo like Brazil's birthday is today. Happy birthday. Just When you get home, you should give Shelby a cocoa butt in honor of Bobo Brazil. I don't think she'll like that. No? That's not Why a not? good idea. She might. <laughs> give it a try. Let me know. I'll try. Post it on Facebook. All right. Facebook Live. 
Yeah, yeah, yes. I don't please, know how to work Facebook please Live. Please Facebook Live headbutting your girlfriend. <laughs> New ratings for the show right there. So that Josh was told me to do it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I was. Uh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, you're right. So, so that was XICW. Are you going to talk about uh, the match for Proving Ground? We never. You didn't didn't touch upon it. Which one? You that got about? announced during the Monroe match. Oh no! You're not going to talk about that. Go for it. So I forgot. I don't know his name. Oh, Paul. Ba- yeah, pa- Paul, Paul Bowser? Bowser. Yes. No relation to Bowser from Super Mario Brothers. If uh, Paul aware. Bowser. Since he was attacking uh, the Monroes, what, twice during that match? They got, they were fed up. Some words were exchanged. Now there's a match at Proving Ground on the 24th between MM3, I believe. Yes, MM3, yes. Mm-hmm. versus uh, Paul Bowser. Yeah. There you go. Finally getting some retribution. Yeah. He's sick of it. Called him, uh, said some words. Well, that Paul uh, Bowser guy has been coming out and, and attacking couple, DBA uh, at several WMX. events in a row here. So um, always when his back's turned. So it's time for the Monroes to turn it around and get some finally some fight face fair to turn about with it. Yeah. All right, and that actually. So there was one match yeah, that I there forgot. The, there, the Scarbonis and Scarlet Bordeaux from Ring of Honor uh, faced off in an intergender tag match against Jamie Cox, your favorite childhood favorite, childhood favorite um, Jeff Brooks with the Tarzan singlet. And uh, and Will's personal favorite female wrestler Dominique uh, Fabiano, the uh, the uh, dark fall, angel, dark angel, yes. black angel. She wears dark uh, angel. Yeah, wears some wings out to the ring. So that was that match was crazy. All those people in the ring. It's a lot uh, of people. A lot in that of match. A lot of cool lot of, spots in that match. Um, yes. When Jeff Brooks took Dominique and tossed her out of the ring onto the three, the Scarbonis and um, Scarlet. So, yeah, I think there's a video crazy. on our Facebook yeah, of that yes, happening. Yes, there is. And I, did I say it? There's a video of the altercation between Mark Joka and um, Joe Coleman on our Facebook as well. So check that out. Um, there was one thing that we need to talk about. It's very important in relation to the intergender tag match, and that was Scarlet Bordeaux's straps. Oh, we're talking about this. Yeah. You liked the straps a lot. I did. I enjoyed them. Yeah. You, but you really liked them. Yeah, I just I wanted to make sure it was a topic of conversation today. Um, we had talked about it at the show that we well, were going to. You got to explain it to me. Because yeah, I'm straps so to me are championship belts. Uh, yeah. Like what, what? What straps are we um, talking about? She was wearing an outfit that had a lot of straps, and there were some straps that went under her butt and around the front. Oh. And so we said we told Tab we were going to talk about them on the show, just to bother. You her. kept the whole the whole time. You kept like talking about do, her straps. You you oh, have, I like her outfit. Do you have, do you a, have a picture? <laughs> yes, there are pictures okay. and video of this on our he Facebook. He kept saying, bit. "Make sure you take a picture yes. of her. Yeah. Picture <laughs> of her straps." No, <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, no yeah. pics. It didn't happen. <laughs> uh, what well, happened? I'm, I'm worried that Undercard might try to hire her as a ring girl. She doesn't know You never know. So uh, with that, let's let's jump into um, the real big news here. Uh, from UFC. Well, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of big news. I feel like I don't remember exactly, but I feel like a lot of your picks from last Tuesday kind of blew up in your smashed. face. We did, yeah, I, I did horrible. <laughs> uh, Especially your first pick. Uh, what happened there? Which was the first pick? John Jones. Uh, yes. Wait. This is a different John, oh, John Jones. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah John, card, this, yeah. this was made before John Jones. Yeah, that was the one again. we had last week. Yeah. So with John Jones, uh, he took a supplement. Even Dana White believes that he took a supplement, and he didn't run it by uh, the people that test. And apparently, there was two banned substances in it. And then they uh, tested his uh, B sample because they always take two samples, and he did. So he, he's going away for about two years. Uh, two it's years. A shame. Yeah. Well, it's wow. his second offense. Okay. He had, uh, uh, drugs in the system at one time so that just automatically i mean that's the fight i wanted to see so automatically and upset just he had the belt or did uh they both had belts okay right um, so it was just kind of like a weight pop- classes no 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 uh interim uh, john jones had the interim even though he was the defending champ went before he got caught with drugs and then da- uh, daniel cormier had the official belt so when you say so they don't what, strip you no, what happens is if you get injured in the UFC or there's uh, something going on, uh, Cormier got injured uh, when he was supposed to fight Jones the last time and they, they found a replacement for Jones. So what happens is they'll, they'll have an interim belt, and John Jones won the interim belt. He didn't want it. He wanted to win it from Daniel Cormier. Okay. But. So was this one for the actual belt belt 
And then the interim was going to kind of go away. Yeah, the interim. Okay, yeah. I could see WWE match? using yeah. that yeah. for a story. Well, they they already they uh, well, yeah, interestingly enough they did. So uh, a couple years ago, um, <laughs> UFC uh, fighter. <laughs> I use that term loosely. CM Punk, when he was the, he left, so he left as champion, and um, he was, I think he was secretly under contract the whole time. And he then was. he, and then they held a tournament for him for the new title, and then he I faced off. That, yeah. When he came back, he faced off. Uh, they both had the title. I and, do, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, so. so when you say supplement, what, like, it's like a supplement you take while training, and it just had something in it that the UFC doesn't allow? Yeah, th- those are his okay. words. Well, not, I'm sorry, not the UFC, the uh, anti-doping the, okay, agency. Okay, so, yes. all right. Yeah, uh, those are his words. That's his defense. Um, okay. He was obviously distraught about it uh, from his press conference. I watched the press conference. And then Dana White tends to believe him, but Dana White's pissed as everybody else is pissed. I mean, well, I mean, he's a... He's a name. Like, I don't watch UFC, but I know the name. Yeah, as I say, I don't want. Yeah, so, say John John Bones Jones is one of the. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know very many people. And uh, so yeah. for two years, like it's big. Uh, it's it's a big it's thing. It's big. It is. Maybe he could find his way into WWE for a couple of years. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's not big like a wrestler's built, but he's I mean, like he's, he's a, a he's a he could be a luchador. This, I mean, I don't know if he Lucha could fly, but yeah, yeah. Doping is kind of a, like a, it's they're having issues. I think. At, Across every sport, I mean, with, there's, there's, with there's the that, anti-doping the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think some of those all the, the Russian teams are having issues yeah. about whether or not the government, like the Russian government, wanting them to take supplements. There was that tennis player that got kicked out for a while because she was taking something that she'd been taking for years, and then the doping commission changed it. So that was. Yeah. It's like it's they have so many like there's so many supplements you can buy at GNC now. Yeah, that that blows my mind. Don't that, like, approve of. There well, supplements that you can buy like. Like any of us in here could buy those supplements, but yet they have whatever is in them that doesn't allow you to. I, I just, it's crazy to me that, like, you'd think that the supplement companies would be like, well, if they're not, if the, the, the dope, anti doping agency. agency Oh, okay, ADA, I know that. Yeah, ADA. Uh, if the ADA doesn't want them, then why would they still have – it's just – it's weird to Because me. If, the fe- if the government doesn't care, they're going to sell true. whatever they can sell. Well, and also I think it has to go with the fact that a lot of people take supplements without really knowing exactly what's That's in true. those yeah. supplements. And there's a lot of su- – There's a, if you go to GNC and you look at the bottle and they list all those supplements, those are just – the ingredients; those are just the the supplements or the um, uh, the chemical makeup of what is dominant in that particular supplement. It's not even everything that's in there because okay. they don't have to disclose it if it's below a certain parts per million or whatever. Right. But the ADA's testing has gotten more sophisticated, so right. now those things that you don't even know what's in there because it's so low are now showing up on those drug tests. So yeah. th- you would think that the ADA would see that it's so low and be like, doesn't matter it doesn't if it's matter. in your if system it's in at, all, at all. Yes, that's it's and it's banned. Then you're that's done. Almost that's so insane. Well, but to me. It, but, it, but it's not like I mean and I maybe I mean you guys know this better than I do. So if I'm wrong, just tell me. But I feel like you know people like John Jones and these athlete like athletes across the board. Know how intense the this the this testing mm-hmm. is getting, and so it's I, like it's kind of their responsibility to know. Like yeah. if you're if you're at this level where you're yes. main eventing uh, UFC Supercard, you should probably be very 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 stringent about what you're putting in your body. Right. Well, but the the other thing is too, if John Jones had just gone to the ADA and said, "Look, here are all the supplements that I'm taking. Okay, here are all the supplements that I'm taking. Is there anything in here that shouldn't be in my system?" If he did that ahead of time, they could then test his urine and say, okay, you know what? We're finding some stuff in your supplements that you're not allowed to have. Maybe find some different supplements. So maybe find some different supplements. But because he didn't disclose it and then they tested him, that's why he got in trouble. All these athletes, all they have to do is go to the ADA and say, look, I'm taking these supplements. I don't know if there's something in here, you know, because it's so low that might, you know, gig me or whatever. Test my urine. Tell me what's in there, and then I can stop taking those supplements if I need to. Yeah. You would think anyone who's doing this for a career would do that. 
Yeah. Like anytime they get a new supplement, it's like how if you mu- owned a new Corvette. Yeah, you would know what kind of oil you're putting in. Exactly, his yeah. people no, around him should have yes, should have exactly. done it, and he should have known what was going in. His exactly, system. and yes. it's not even like he has to go to the AD. It could be Mike any one of his, his trainers. It's oh, no, it's, you're right. I mean, I like it doesn't John make Jones. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like cheaters either. If I found out he knew about it, I'd be yeah. If he well, knew about it, that's a different thing. But if he didn't know about it, and he's legitimately, and it's also it's not the it's not that he got in trouble this time that he's gotten so two years before it's that he got in trouble before he got in trouble before for a controlled substance and the ada said you know hey watch it you know you had this stuff in your system he went okay my bad and then he takes the exact same stuff again see i that, mean that's that's no, 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 he was a- busted for uh, drug drugs oh drug time. drugs yeah okay i think he had drug drugs yeah no he had drug drugs but this was I, I maybe I maybe I misread it wrong, but he got busted for drug drugs after he got clean from the the yeah after he got clean from that he tested again with the ADA with the supplements that he was taking the ADA told him he didn't get in trouble for it but the ADA told him hey these supplements have something in there that we're banning and he went oh okay. But then he still continued to take the supplements. Yeah, it's a developing story. Yeah. Over the week, we'll we'll know Learn exactly more. what was uh, found out about it. But, I mean, look at it this way. So the main event goes poo-poo, and Dana White has to replace it. And it was kind of a little bit secretive. I didn't really know how they were going to line up the fight. So you figure automatically Brock Lesnar is the main event. They kind of announced that it was the main event. And then Dana White, who said there would never be female fighters ever, their big UFC 200 event, Misha Tate's match, is now bumped up to the main event. Brock Lesnar was the co-main event still opening up for that fight, which is ridiculous. I feel like a lot of people didn't know that. No one knew it. No one knew it. Okay, so that's what it looked like online, is people were like, oh, there's another main event. Like. No, nobody really knew it, and they it was it was like almost not even announced until they had the that cover over the octagon, and it said UFC 200 Tate versus Nunez, and everybody's like, wait, they're the main event now. What about Brock versus? That they were the, the co-main, co-main event. event. So they're yeah, yeah. that's they were always the co-main event. Them the main event. They kind of did. So that's so yeah. They kind of did, like and also the last like of, couple days of this UFC event, it kind of just like went to shit. It was well, a disaster. It was a disaster because there were so many things that changed because of John Jones. <laughs> so um, he ruined it for Diaz everyone. Diaz McGregor, McGregor with not going well, to press conferences. I mean, this whole yeah. thing was a disaster. Yeah. Who, who was the one who fell asleep during the press conference? Oh, I don't even know that. That's I did, great. I never. Oh, even I saw. Heard that. I saw yeah. a bunch of stuff. Uh, I saw a lot of stuff on my wrestling. Uh, News feeds that were like, oh, wow. I, I don't even remember who it was, but someone like fell asleep during the press conference, just right on the right on the table. Huh. Wow! No, I, I didn't. I didn't hear it. anything about oh, that. Oh wow! Unless it was like a a, a gimmick thing. or something, or yeah, it could have been. Know, it could have been a, a meme yeah, that like got out of hand. It could have been. I don't know. Yeah. Someone can look it up. Do you think the move to make the the Tate fight the the main like the main event main main event was like a a move to you know, pacify, like, the people that think bringing in Brock last minute was, like, a sideshow type deal? Well, I also, I actually, I think it was more about the fact that they were not going to have the main event be a non-title fight. Yeah, that makes sense. They had to, they had to have the main event be a title fight. So Five rounds, five yeah, rounds yeah. right, that exactly. Makes that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's why uh, Tate Nunez got bumped up to the to the main event. And also, not a lot of people knew that Comier was still fighting against Silva because it happened so fast. And even on the UFC um, website, if you looked it up on the app or whatever – um, it didn't even it didn't even show up Cormier versus uh, Cormier, Sil- yeah. or Cormier versus Silva. Mm-hmm. It still didn't show up even the day of the fight. So a lot of people were confused about that too. They're like, because I was at a party with a bunch of other people, and some of them were just kind of casual fans. And they're like, "Wait, I thought Cormier wasn't fighting." And I'm like, "Well, no. Now he's fighting Silva. You know, two days notice." They're like, "Oh, okay." And like they were very confused about that. I feel like this is that's how it would be if like the WrestleMania card at the last like minute got all jumbled up and people had no I- idea what was going on. Yeah, like, that's kind of because this was a big. It was this huge. Was UFC 200. This was this was a, a stack stack card, or it should have been a stack yeah. stack card. Yeah, I mean it wasn't terrible. Like the replacement they got for John Jones. Yeah, it was two days notice and Silva. You know, kind of wasn't quite the Silva that we. 
all know him and expect him to be. But after a two day, you know, taking on two days' notice, he did really, really good. I got to talk about this fight, and I will talk about it at length on Tuesday. First off, I hate DC. I'm just going to put it out there. I hate mm-hmm. Daniel Cormier. And he had to boringly win a fight against Anderson Silva. And his excuse was, well, the opponent changed after two days. And so, you know, I just had to win any way I can win. I like finishers. I hate yeah. people that decision, you know, not to make a porn reference. I like the money shot, either get the submission <laughs> or yep. get the knockout. Yep. And here's this champion who's making excuses for Anderson Silva, who made no excuses, that I couldn't finish him because I was planning for John Jones. Dude, mm-hmm. if you're a champion, you just go in there and you know what I'm saying? You do yeah, it. Their styles might be different. Right. But, you know, I was rooting so hard for Silva there. And uh, I think if that thing would have went five rounds, Silva actually had a pretty good third round where yeah. Daniel was trying to prove he could stand up with him and he couldn't. It's just those wrestlers and Brock Lesnar, as we're going to talk about in a second, when they're that big and they can just take you down and they mm-hmm. still don't know what to do with you on the ground. Right. Uh, there's a part where Brock Lesnar should have rolled Mark Hunt on on his stomach and mm-hmm. go for a choke. He rolled him back on his back, yeah, just to like have positioning on him and try yeah. to figure out a way to ground. That's what we were. I was kind of talking to Josh before the uh, you know when I first got here. I'm like, you know, Brock Lesnar. You know, if you're going to be a wrestler, if you're going to try to do your whole thing as a ground game, you got to learn jujitsu. You can't just stay, lay on top of the guy, smother him, and then try to hit him with hammer fists or punches and hope that that's enough. You know. At least he's not injured for Randy Orton. See, I paid attention. They announced it on UFC last night. Yeah. So did they talk thank about you it on for UFC? doing They actually ran an yeah. infomercial for yeah. SummerSlam. Really? Yeah, See, they did. That, that didn't surprise me. Yeah. Yep. They they said, hey, they announced it's part the of the deal. this week. Yep. Randy yeah. They Orton. are yep. definitely, they have something worked out. And I think uh, Brock Lesnar will be at Raw tomorrow in Detroit. Oh, wow. Because are there tickets still available? Should we go? Sh- I think you should go. I th- honestly do. Well, I know you're going. I'm going. I think you guys should get some cheap tickets and just go. Bite the bullet. Do it. The real question it's gonna be is going to be a good, good raw. I think. I didn't watch the fight. Yeah. I, I, how I many, how many suplexes did he hit? Zero. He tried to body slam him. He tried one. Really? I saw yeah, it when he, he hooked him. Yeah. 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 He had yeah. him there, and Mark Hunt. Uh, was doing everything to keep it down, but it yeah. looked like he was going to buy. And of course, the crowd would erupt. Yeah, uh, Suplex City. I saw that he's going to be in a game. That's that's his thing, right? Yeah. Yes, the game and yep. stuff. Uh, cover, that's yeah. his. That's his big gimmick. Like, uh, and I don't know if you remember when we were talking about like the way he's booked on um, on Tuesday la- this week. Um, you know, that's that's what he does. Is he tries to suplex people as many as times. Many as many times. Yeah. I think and so, like when he when he beat John Cena, and it was a huge thing. Like he's like eighteen times yeah, or something crazy like that. Times. And I don't. I mean, I don't think it was. I think it was an accident. But he like suplexed the guy once time, and he just yelled. Welcome to Suplex City, bitch. And like, and, and then that's it took off. off. It just took off. And the next week, it was Suplex City, Suplex City. So then they started making these shirts Josh is wearing, where it's like a road sign saying "Welcome to Suplex City." And they do for every city they go to that he's going to be at. They do a custom shirt for that city. Okay. And Detroit's the only red one because it was at Joe Lewis. So yeah. Was, oh, and I missed. They're usually my chance. They're usually <laughs> green. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, a little ground and pound looked good for being away for a little bit. Did what he had to do. Should have been able to probably finish Mark Hunt. He, he had so many opportunities on the ground. He was in such a good position. If he had just had a little bit of jujitsu training, that fight would have been over so much earlier than it would have never gone to decision. Because Mark Hunt had nothing, you know, had no. Uh, uh, way of standing back up with Lesnar once he got him down on the ground. He had several times he missed the arm bar. Several times he missed the Kimura. Several times he like like Brad said, he would roll them onto his onto his stomach. He could have easily gone for the rear naked choke, but instead rolled them back, back his onto back. his back. It's like I was yelling at the TV, what are you doing? Yeah, when we were watching it, I was, I was like, like, why doesn't he just submit him? Like yeah. what's he doing? What I realized he, he didn't <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do it. He was just laying on top of him trying to smother him and just trying to get the little hammer fist thing going and it just wasn't working so move on to something else was he so, trying to knock him out do you think i think that's, that's what he was trying to do to knock out though. yeah I mean, and that's that got a, a skull and, and that's he's, the other thing is samoan so he yeah <laughs> he uh, his um you know the last two fights that he won he won by that knocked the guy got the guy down got on top hammer fist until the ref called it i think that's what he was trying to do too except Mark Hunt knew how to defend against it, so he wasn't allowing him to get that position where he was just able to rain down hammer fists. You'd think 
Brock would maybe be like, all right, this isn't working. Let's try to do something else. I don't think he, he knows how to do anything else. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody's ever taught him, like, look, when this doesn't work, try here's some other else. things that well, you might want to try to do. Paul Heyman wasn't in his corner to tell him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So why you guys – you guys really thought he was going to lose. So Lesnar? Yeah, you guys thought about Lesnar. So, so yeah, what do you think – what made you think like that Lesnar won this match? You guys seem to be talking about saying that he dominated the match more or less. He had his chances to win. Why do you think like why do you think that is that you guys thought he was going to lose, but the, he won with such dominance? Mark Hunt wasn't active when they did do stand up, and then there's a time in the yep. third round where they literally circled themselves and yep. nobody was punching. Yep. And if 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 you're going to beat Brock Lesnar, you got to beat him standing up. Yep. His takedown defense was 44. percent So I I, I kind of gave him. Yeah, Brock's going to get him down a few times, but there'll be enough trading of shots. And right. Hunt uh, has incredible power. So, I mean, he, he, it's one of those situations in which you make a pick like that and you expect a different Mark Hunt to come in there. I mean, he should have been throwing everything in the kitchen sink at him when he had opportunities. Because once he was on his back, I mean, just Lesnar's huge. I mean, he just his, his backside just – you yeah. can even see – you saw little bits of like Mark Hunt's head <laughs> coming out of his backside. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's just yeah. big. <laughs> like, yeah. Unbelievable, and that and that's the exact same thing. Is I expected Mark Hunt to get out there and just stand and bang with Lesnar, and Lesnar would not be able to defend against that. But Hunt didn't. It was a completely the Mark Hunt that I've seen before, and the Mark Hunt Hunt that showed up last night. Two different people, and that and that and so when you make predictions, all you can base off is what you've seen before. And if that guy doesn't show up, well, then your prediction goes out the window. So that I mean, makes sense. Do you guys do you guys think Lesnar's going to try to continue a UFC run? I don't know. That was the first thing Joe Rogan asked him. Yeah, I, I think know. so. I, why why not? If he came back and he won, I mean, why not keep going? Well, well but he came back and he won. But like like uh, Will was saying, he did not. He did not win decidedly. He had trouble because all he really did was lay on him and just kind of. You know, kept tapping on him, and that's why he got the points. But he really, it wasn't a decisive victory. It just, he just happened to be in the dominant position, you know, for a longer period of time. So I think it's a weak division right now. So I think if he came back, he'd do, he'd do okay. Yeah. Um, when it, if he was to come back, what, how long until he can fight again? Oh, he could fight. I mean, he wasn't injured. So he, he wasn't could. injured so, at so all. So when's next the, month. Next, okay, so next month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that early, like earliest, he, that could be, I mean, it would probably not be that early, but. Yeah, because they yeah. need promotions for pay-per-view a good right. four months out. But okay. it'll be interesting. I, I think he came back. This is just me speculating, no source. But I think that he lost to uh, Alistair Overeem. And, you know, it. he's a competitor. Obviously, I found out he, you know, played in the NFL for the Vikings a little bit. And I, I think that. To live with that's tough. So to go out on a winning note, maybe this is what he needs because you don't want to go too far. Uh, I mean, everybody talks like Lesnar was eight and zero. He was a five and three fighter before he went into like. I mean, people found ways to beat him. Yeah. And if he sticks around, people will find find ways, ways to, to beat him, him. again. And yeah. As you said on our show on Tuesday, that's what the WWE doesn't want. They like his invincibility thing. Uh, the longer he stays in it, somebody's going to find a way to beat him. Right. So maybe WWE will. Not allow him to do another UFC fight. It's possible. I mean, if they let him allow to do this, and I'm sure they're probably shitting themselves. It all depends on how well the I I think in Vince's mind, it all depends on how well this works for WWE through promotional. So, like, if they're able to, like, say, we'll see after SummerSlam. If Dana says, "Hey, Ronda can fight a match at, at WrestleMania next year," it's like, Brock, you can do whatever you want. Like they, they, as long as sure. it works in their favor, and I, I think they're okay with it. I mean, he's and and Brock's not Brock's not young, so it's not like like there there has to come a time where like the reign of him being dominant, dominant, dominant in the WWE. No, he's is not going to be the next anyway. Undertaker. He's, yeah, he's lost before he'll lose well, again. He, he has no love for the business, so well, it's no. not like he's going to be around forever either. Well, I think that's part of the reason why this fight happened, though, is that I said this before, is that when Brock Lesnar first left the WWE, he breached his contract with them. Yeah. He was under a no-compete clause, won wrestled a spectacular match in Japan against Kurt Angle before he went and played football for the Vikings. You know, so, like, 
it's what's Vince going to say? Hey, I want to I want to go fight at UFC 200. This is what I want to do. You know, I like UFC better than I like WB anyways. Uh, Lesnar, you can't go, you know, because we're going to find you. Okay, well, I, I live I live in Minnesota on an isolated farm. I don't care much about money, so go ahead and take my money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's... <laughs> mm, I think he well, cares a little and, bit about money. So, before I... I had something in my head I wanted to ask, and I before I forget. Um, you know, so he doesn't win decisively, but correct me if I'm wrong, did, wasn't... Um, a lot of uh, Floyd Mayweather's career won on decision. Like fi- he kind of figured out the system, yeah. on points, not on knockouts. That's, that that was Floyd, especially towards the end. That yeah. was Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Don't yes. take the hit defensively. You know, just win by points, yeah. and he was okay with that. Yeah, well, but I don't think. <laughs> but I don't think Brock would be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I think true. Brock, he's, as the competitor that he is, I don't think he would be okay with a weak victory. Floyd, he's just going to laugh all the way to the bank when he, you know, signs his multi-million dollar checks. He's yeah. not going to care. Yeah, Brock needs uh, to pummel people. I think that's just what is in his blood. Mm-hmm. He needs to win, and he needs to feel the satisfaction of winning. I bet he doesn't feel satisfied with that win last night. No. I mean, yeah. no. if he got another shot at Overeem, would Overeem beat him? Kane would definitely beat him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has a he has a ceiling. It's it's how many fights the UFC will give him before they really challenge him. Right. I, I thought he dominated. I don't want uh, what Jimmy's saying. I thought he dominated, but, I mean, it's it was a decision, though. I, he had opportunities to finish Mark Hunt, so it's not an A-plus in my book. It's no, like you- a B-minus performance, maybe. Do you guys think if Brock had maybe another two months to train for the fight, he would have done better? Do you think he was pretty much at a pretty top game? I, I think he needed more cardio. Shape, yeah, He was kind of gassing out towards yeah, the end. You could see it. Yeah. I think he needed to work because, I mean, you know, they, they are a very physical, you know, thing. But the kind of cardio that you need to do pro wrestling and the kind of cardio you need to go, you know, three five-minute rounds in a, in a cage match or whatever is two completely different forms of cardio. I think well, he see, was relying... It's, it's not even that, though, because he's get, you can tell he's gassed in his wrestling matches, okay. too. And they're they're slow and methodical. It's like okay. the monster you yeah, know, yeah. coming after the guy. Oh, suplex him. <laughs> right. <laughs> suplex him. <laughs> okay. You know, he's all red, and he's probably so, yeah. bleeding, you know, because he, he bleeds so, really. So, yeah, he yeah, needs he to work on his cardio yeah. if he wants to continue doing MMA fighting. So, okay, so this... I wanted to ha- I wanted to have this conversation and this this um, something you said earlier and this this fight is kind of perfect for this. Um, I've come around and I, I so I used to be a UFC hater and it was and I will be honest and say that it was mostly due to the UFC fans that I knew and most of them like the first thing you can do to to turn me off to something is like use your fandom to talk about how my fandom is shit. So it's like, oh, fake wrestling's fake UFC, blah, blah, blah. So like, right, right. fuck UFC. I, I hate MMA. And and then I like I would try to like watch it and I would it would be matches like this where they're just dancing around and then they roll around on the ground a little bit. No, no knockout. No, no submission. Can you guys give me like your elevator pitch to maybe disen, disenchanted pro wrestling fans and why they get why they should get into MMA? Um, oh, I know that's a little it, rough. I know, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm trying to think. So I think you guys are the perfect people to do it because I, <laughs> I, you, you, you have a, you have at least a, a respect for for what we like too. Yeah. So it's not. I love, I yeah. love pro well, wrestling. No, yeah, I know. It's fun, you know. Um, I, I would have to say that um, the the best thing about uh, <laughs> MMA is that everything that you see. Like, okay, it, it to a casual fan, yes, it's going to look like, you know, okay, they kind of circle around a little bit and they're on the ground and they're kind of rolling around and there's not much going on. But if you really start to get into it, if you really start to study it, if you learn like jujitsu moves, if you learn boxing, if you learn like stuff like that, you see what might not look like a whole lot going on. You see subtle things that are happening on the ground where, okay, this guy just put his arm out. He's going to go for the the arm bar or he's going to try for a Kimura or he's going to do this or he's going to do that. And it becomes a little bit more interesting than if you just – generally watch it it's more of um i i don't know how to how to explain it um 
pro wrestling is more like a choreographed dance. The partners know what each other's doing. Everybody's on the same page. Where MMA is more like uh, it's it's a it's more of like a science where n- nobody knows what's going to happen except when it happens. Um, you you get the fights like you know Lesnar versus Hunt, but then you also get fights like Nunez versus Tate, where number one it was a complete utter upset. Number two, it, you got what you wanted. You got the dominating, you know, fisticuffs and then on the ground and then into the submission uh, and kind of stuff like that. So, well, and that was the reason I became such a such a big Ronda fan is because the the fights that I watched it was like yeah. boom, like oh cool, that's yeah. what I want, like action packed. I would right. say, I would say uh, to wrestling fans, the drama. I mean, yours is entertainment drama and. The UFC, it's still drama. I mean, you guys have a figurehead in Vince McMahon. We have a figurehead in Dana White. And a lot of people in MMA don't like Dana White, just like a lot of people in wrestling don't like Vince McMahon. Uh, We'll be talking about John Jones not fighting and what happened behind the scenes, just like you guys talk about somebody coming out of the curtains and interrupting some match that maybe doesn't. Uh, it's, it's, It's different, but similar, you know. And if you're into that drama and backstory, uh, MMA has it. I mean, it's just uh, to me. Uh, I'll remember UFC the the stuff going up to it and everything that happened more than the event itself. And I'm sure um, that's the case sometimes with WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the, how the the stuff comes about and the storylines come about. You might remember the stuff leading up to it, and you might be kind of like on eh, the events. So I would say give it a shot. It's a a different kind of drama but it's still drama <laughs> well and and also like um you know on on the wwe you have rivalries you have two people that you know generally hate each other now you and you never know is it scripted is it you know are they supposed to each other or do they lit- literally not like each other in the ufc you also have rivalries but you know for a fact they legitimately hate each other. The night before UFC 200 was the finale for the Ultimate Fighter reality show. And uh, you had the two coaches, Joanna and Claudia, who genuinely hate each other going for Joanna's uh, uh, strawweight belt. And that was a, a fantastic match to watch because – not only were they are they both good fighters, not only were they, you know, both trying for the belt, but they were literally trying to hurt each other because of how much animosity they had towards one another. So you get those kind of fights too. And those those turn out to be real, you know, slobber knockers to use a, 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 I like a WWE term, term. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I so in a nutshell then it's 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 all about investment. So if we invest and we, we know the background stuff and we, we know about the feuds and stuff. Yep. It makes it a lot more entertaining. And that's the – so the thing that kind of turned me around is I thought about – so I played soccer in high school and college and a lot of people hate soccer. They think it's boring. So a, lot of the criticism I, a lot of the criticism I hear is this very it's similar to – Yeah, it's very similar to my criticism of UFC and, or my former criticism of UFC. And then I thought – well, why do I like soccer and other people don't? It's because I because I know how it works. Right, like, I know what they're doing. I know what yeah. they're trying to set up. But the know. same thing. If you just if someone who like me who doesn't watch soccer watched it, I'm sure I could. It's figure boring. Out oh, how they only works. they only score then, once or twice. You know. Yeah, and then you get into it. It's yeah. it's as long as you dedicate yourself. I think to UFC wrestling or soccer. If you want to get into it, just dedicate yourself, and I think you. If say you go like three months and you're still not into it. You're probably just not into it. But if you go three months and you're feeling – you just got to work yourself into it. Well, I, and I mean you that goes with – yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Like, like you know, if a casual fan were to watch, you know, Monday Night Raw or whatever, not know who's who, not yeah, know not what's going on, it. they're not going to be into it. But if they watch it a couple of times, they're like, okay, this guy's got a feud going with that guy. Yeah. And then also like the terminology, like what is a moonsault? What is a suplex? What is, you know – when when they say that he does, uh, I don't even like um, what's a what's a good high flying move? Hurricanrana. A hurricanrana. <laughs> you know, uh, when he does like a hurricanrana, you know, you know what it is that 
that is. So when they say it, you're like, okay. And then you can also tell if you know how it's supposed to work when it you messes see it up. Set up yeah. or you, yeah. it's getting set up or like, you know, like when that guy starts stomping his foot, you know, sweet chin music is coming, you know, you kind of get into that. And same thing with, uh, with any kind of sport. If you know, you know, in football, how the guys are lining up means they're probably going to go for this play. In baseball, you know, this kind of pitch we yields this kind of hit or, you know, whatever. You no, know, the more you, boring. That's I know. Not even, yeah. <laughs> but the more the more you know about a sport, hockey, soccer, lacrosse, you know, rugby, whatever, the more you know about it, the more you're going to enjoy it when you actually watch it. And that goes with boxing, MMA, pro wrestling. So it's it doesn't all about matter. immersion. At the end of the yep. day... They're all sports, whether yes. you like it or not. It's just a matter of fact. Is it, Are you going to put the dedication into it? Try it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Maybe you'll learn to like something new. The yeah. other thing I got to comment on, too, because he was talking about boring. I don't know. They got to speed up the pace. And UFC, what, it started at 10? It ended at, what, 130? Yeah, yeah. that's rough. Um Every fight had an infomercial in between it. Rogan was interviewing Nate Diaz. Speed that fucker up. I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to swear. <laughs> no, speed, speed, speed that up. Yeah. It, it doesn't need to be like that. Right. They know They know the fighters need to be ready. And, you know, it's just, it's getting longer. Like, yeah. I've seen it over six years. It's just like, it's at 1.30 and I'm sitting there going, oh yeah. my God. And it wasn't even that good of a card. And I'm like, no. what? In, every, <laughs> in between every fight was a half hour. It's like, oh my God. It was, it was brutal. I would. I don't think it was a half hour, but it was. It was, it was a enough distance. time to learn about SummerSlam. Yeah. interview Nate Diaz, uh, talk about you yeah. know everything. It was. It's long. But yeah, but I mean that goes with you know even at UFC level, but that even goes you know kind of in the the amateur level too. They they need to pick up the pace between the fights, and that means that having your fighters ready two fights ahead of time, you know. Getting ready to go. Okay, the last fight ended. Boom, you're walking out. You know. Now I I do got to ask you this before we change subjects really quick. Uh, I'm a huge Randy Orton fan. The only reason is because of that stuff online where he just comes out of nowhere and does that to everybody. Yep. Those are awesome. What is, the what is his RKO. chances of RKO? Being yeah, thank you. Huh? His What's zero. his chances, chances of being Brock? He hasn't zero. Been, yeah, <laughs> slim. Zero. Slim. It's he hasn't slim. been in a ring in. Almost yeah, but he's also one of the most fluid, no, he is, entertaining yes. people but to have. He hasn't been. It all in depends a ring. on how they want to book him. If they want to yeah. book him strong and they're going to do something with him, this then could maybe, hurt him. But this is his first time, match. Yeah, back and if you have him against Brock, Brock is probably going to win that match. Yeah. So you're just burying Randy in his first match back in over a year. And I mean, yes, it'll, it'll no. be. It, yeah, I was gonna it, say, I, I could you see. You can make him look strong by still losing. It's but it's yeah. it's, it's going to be, be competitive hard. because yeah. they don't want to bury Orton. He's right. They man. don't want to bury Orton, but they don't want to get rid of the mystique of Lesnar either. So, no. I I, I don't think it's gonna. I, honestly, I don't think the match is gonna end traditionally. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. I don't we'll think the match. No, it might not. Yeah. Let's hope. All right, well, we were going to talk about Pokemon Go, but we're up against, uh, we have to get off the air here for our next show. So maybe the next time we're all sitting around, we can (laughs) can figure that out and talk about it. But So that's our show for this week. Uh, Big thanks to the Undercard for coming on. It's always a lot of fun, just like every other time. And uh, so make sure you listen to them Tuesdays, 7 to 9 on Podcast Detroit. Um, Big thanks to Falling Down Beer Company for keeping our show well hydrated. And thanks to Scarlet and Grace for keeping us styling and profiling. Uh, we don't drive limousines, but that's okay. Um, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Well, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Top Rope Review. Go to topropereview.com to find all of our stuff in one place. And if you miss us live, we are always on SoundCloud and iTunes within a day or two of the broadcast, so you can check us out there. And that's our show for this week. See you guys next week. You're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show.